Good morning. It's time to wake up, y'all. You're listening to the Armchair Quarterback Show. We're here weekdays, 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central to 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central. Available on Google Android, Apple iPhone, Facebook Live, and Periscope Twitter. Tap that Armchair Quarterback's app. Take us anywhere you go. The Armchair Quarterback Show, your first choice for Southern Sports Talk. Good morning, Mr. Justin Waller. All right, then. Good right. morning. I don't know much, but I know one thing, that uh, your intros work a lot better when you don't have yourself on mute. Or your uh, video. <laughs> I'm Mac McGinn. I don't know much, but I know one thing. I'm starting to think I probably should have voted for Kanye West. What a disaster. You're listening to the Armchair Quarterbacks. Second Americans don't like to get up early in the morning, but they have to, so they do it real slow. Mexican Americans love education, so they go to night school and they take Spanish and get a B. Yeah, leave that in. And that's all I got. How do you like it? Oh, that's good. That's Armchair. Community Access Channel. He's the armchair quarterback. He's full of beer and he's full of snacks. The All-American Man. With a crew under his head. Yeah, the hey, howdy, Top of the morning to you. Welcome to the Armchair Quarterback Radio Show. I'm Mac McGee, sitting alongside Justin Waller. Justin, how the hell are you this morning, sir? Well, I'm two days away from wildcard weekend and six from the uh, start of the NHL season. So I'm, I'm doing pretty good, but I'm not quite there yet. I say that uh, just so we give people other things to think about and talk about, let's just skip right past that nonsense that went on yesterday. You good with that? Say again. I said, are you good with just skipping past that nonsense that went on yesterday and we just get into sports? Oh yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, I am. I'm absolutely sick and tired of just the double standards and and everything that everyone's saying on social media, which is just absolute nonsense and hogwash. And we might get into that at a later date, but I'm just I'm I'm over it. Um, the betting lines, NFL playoffs. Now we're gonna do our, our NFL playoff predictions here in a minute, but one to take a look at the betting lines because. There are some interesting ones out there. What is the first one that jumped out at you, sir? Well, I like that uh, Buffalo's still minus six and a half at home uh, against Indianapolis. I, I know this is a good Colts team, but uh, we, we've we seen the Bills just come out and be dominant against uh, good defenses when they didn't have anything on the line, a.k.a. Miami. Um, I mean, they, they were actually trying to win that game, and Buffalo just throttled them. So, I, I like that at six and a half. That's the one I'm not going to wait on because as the money comes in, I think that'll that'll climb to over seven. So if you like the Bills, uh, now's the time to move on that one. Yeah, I've got uh, right now what it's what shows me not. Of course, every site is different, so everyone has to realize that no matter what site you're looking at. I've got seven and a half is what's showing on my site, but um, the one that I'm I'm a little I'm still a little shocked about is Tennessee as an underdog to the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans are an underdog to Baltimore at home. They're getting three and a half. It's one thing if you're like a one-point underdog or whatever, you're essentially picking who's going to win the game. 
and it's it should be a very good game, very you know four or five game. Why, why wouldn't it be? But for Baltimore to give up over a field goal on the road, and I don't want to hear about how well Lamar Jackson wants to get the monkey off his back and. The simple fact of the matter is the last two times he's squared up against his Tennessee Titan team in Baltimore, mind you, he's lost. And I would be hard-pressed to take the Titans. I'm mean, Excuse me, the Ravens, minus three and a half on the road. I think that I think that would be a sucker's bet. Now, I don't know if they're... I don't know if there's some kind of analytics that is showing them that Baltimore is just going to roll Tennessee, and that's why they have... The Titans, such underdogs as they, you know, they're trying to trick you into taking the bet. But that's the one that jumps out at me a bit bigger than anything is. The thing that makes me cautious about that one is you mentioned those two wins, but in those two wins, the Titans also had a defensive coordinator. Um, Just uh, this defense worries the heck out of me. That playoff game last year, Dean Pease came up there and caused havoc. I don't think that's the same this season. Now, maybe the addition of Christian Fulton well, they won and Adoree Jackson too. both being out there in the Texans. Right? But that, I'm saying playoffs. But we're talk, I'm comparing the playoff okay. uh, last okay. year versus this year and the okay. difference because it, it's a totally new season. But maybe Fulton and Adoree being out there against Houston and getting throttled in the game tape and seeing what they're doing, you know, and just having those snaps of that week getting back is something that you can bank on. Um, I'm going to lean the Titans just because uh, I'm going to be biased in that one. But uh, well, here's my it scares thing. me, and I'm not surprised they're a dog. That, that's why it doesn't jump out to me. I'm just not surprised they're an underdog. But jumped out to me because I might have some skin on skin on that one, baby. <laughs> uh, I, I hope you're correct, sir. I hope you're correct. Here's one of the things that jumps out to me. If you're going to tell me that Baltimore is going to go into Tennessee and win the game, okay, you can probably convince me of that, okay? But I don't know if you can convince me of that when you're talking about it being what is the over under the over under something absurd 54 and a half right so if they're going to go into Tennessee and they're going to beat the Tennessee Titans i don't think they're going to do it by outscoring the Titans it's going to have to be like either a they just throttle Tennessee or b they win like a 20 to 10 type of game that they're going to outscore them in i i don't see baltimore putting up like 45 points on Tennessee, if he gets into a shootout, I've, I've got to lean with Tannehill. And Tannehill, by the way, in his own right, can has shown that he's a running threat. He's just enough of a running threat where he has to keep you honest, right? You're not going to go out there and just change your game plan and start going to straight wishbone. But what I'm saying is he's enough of a running threat. Where you know this week the Baltimore defense is being taught, keep an eye on him, keep an eye on him, keep an eye on him. And the more you do that, the more you're not keeping enough eyes on some guy by the name of 22. And I think I think that's the difference in the game is him being able to to uh, mow over Baltimore. Not at the beginning, but you got to stick to it. We've talked about this. They can't abandon the running game. I don't care if the first 17 runs are for minus one yards. They have got to go. Well, and the passing game's got to stick up. 
keep up and sustain some drives where the defense is going to be on the field and Lamar's just going to with that running game they have they're going to beat us with our own weapon and uh, invoke the play action and then just hit us over the top but all night long and then you've seen it against all the big games uh, you, Steelers come to mind uh, Green Bay they get down 28 points and then the Titans just can't battle back in the second half uh, it's just not fast enough but yes you can't abandon it you just have to you have to have some sort of pass mix in that uh, the receiver's going to have to step up and keep the chains moving oh, to yeah. give the defense a rest. I rewatched the the uh, the playoff game from from uh, last year, and you, you know it's it's the same thing that jumps at me with Lamar Jackson every single year or every single game is he's an incredible athlete, but he is a running back with a strong arm. He is not a quarterback with great legs, and he can be incredibly inaccurate at times. So, do I think the Tennessee Titans have a defense that can march them all the way to the Super Bowl? No, of course not. They're they're going to get absolutely. They're just in. Look, we're just delaying the inevitable, which is a showdown in Kansas City that, in all likelihood, won't turn out very well. But I just feel like if Baltimore wins, I think three and a half is a huge, huge number. I'll tell you something else. I'm not loving Tampa Bay minus nine. Because that Washington defense is going, and everyone's like, oh, Chase Young's rattled the cage of the goat. He's going to get it. I don't see it that way. I see that this is going to be a hard-hitting game. Tampa Bay will probably win, but man, nine is a big, big number. Don't you think? I agree with you. I'm just waiting on that game. I think as we get closer to the weekend, uh, that's going to continue to rise, and uh, I'd hold out for 10. Ten and a half. See what you can get out of that one, because I, I think you're right. The momentum, the money, the public—they're going to put the money on Tom Brady on the Buccaneers um, against the Redskins. But that, that defense is legit. Anybody that's watched them this season, so you, you know as well as I do, eight nine points is a lot in the NFL. You start getting double digits, and you just almost don't see that. And there is a team. So, I definitely like the Redskins on that one. And there is a team that likes to. Dang check. it, the football team. The, there's a team that likes to choke way too much that is giving up 10 points on Sunday, and that is the New Orleans Saints. And I know they're playing against the Bears and Trubisky. I know this should be a game that they should be much better than. Bears' defense is not what it feels like it has been. But 10 points giving up, even if they're at home, there's not going to be a sold-out stadium that's a lot of points to give up in an NFL playoff game. Did you see the the, the comments, by the way, by uh, uh, Sean Payton saying that he has proposed that they get 50,000 people to stay in the stadium and uh, do the testing overnight and they'll be ready to roll? The next day, he went on this big thing. On, I think it was a radio show or something. Went on this big thing with all seriousness and says, but but I don't know if they'll get enough steam because it doesn't seem like I'm getting a lot of support. And he kept going on and on and on about it. Did you see this? I'm like, who the hell do you think is going to put 50,000 people together? I think originally he said a hotel. A hotel. I was like, they're going to fit 50,000 people in a hotel. And then he corrected himself. And he and I guess, I guess what he was trying to say, though he never reiterated what he meant to say was 50,000 people in the Superdome he was going they were going to keep them tested the time that it would take 
to test 50,000 people and then keep them housed in there. They'd have to start it like this morning, right? There's no way in hell that's going to happen. And he's convinced 50,000. Anyways, they, he's well, setting I mean, up another. If he's putting that much thought into that. If he's putting that much thought into that, you should definitely shade the bears because he's not focused on stopping David Montgomery. You know what he's doing? He's setting up another reason why when they lose on Sunday, he's got an excuse like the refs in the past. He's got another excuse built in to why his team did not win this time. He's going to say, well, you couldn't you couldn't get fans in there, and I tried. The NFL was against me. They're screwing me again. That's what they were doing. It has become the DNA of the New Orleans Saints to look for an excuse why they're going to lose. And I don't necessarily think they're going to lose on Sunday, but man, I would not I would not lay ten points. I'd make me you talking about things puckering. Man, ten points? No. On paper, yeah. On paper you hand the ball to Alvin Kamara like twenty five times and you'll probably win by twenty. That, but that's not what Peyton will do. He'll get all cutesy on you, get out around the end zone, and do a triple reverse Philly special between the legs up your butt out into Taysom Hill, and that thing will turn into a pick six that'll that'll just cover the spread. Anyways, any, any others that jump out at you before we dive into our uh, our uh, Rams Saints over under interest me. What do you, what do you have on yours? Is it forty two and a half? Uh, let me see. That, that, that's one they they've hit the under all year long, and with yes, golf's injury, yes. forty two. Um, I know team, he's coming back. I think more of the same. The team's the team toes is essentially setting up as a twenty three twenty win for Seattle. So yeah, forty two and a half. Yeah, I, I like the underplay in that one. I think you'll you'll see a, a, a repeat of that. Uh, we've seen it twice this season. So how about I the, think it'll play the third, especially with golf. How about the Bucks in Washington? That that over under is forty five, and I think I think Tampa Bay will struggle to score. I also believe that Washington's not going to score very easily either. They, I could be convinced into that. I could also also say Tom Brady going all cyborg and busting me every time I bet against him in the playoffs. So I'm staying away from well, that one. This is what I, they have. It, if this makes sense, this is what the NFL, what the guys out in Vegas have is the final score, 28-17 bucks. That seems extremely high scoring. And early in the year, I'd have been like, nah, they, they can get to that. And then I took the bucks on way too many overs, man. And then I'm over here at the end going, well, I just need a nine-point touchdown here with three seconds, and I'll be able to cover this sucker. It's just, I, I just, the bucks. Unless they're playing really, 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 really bad teams, they don't tend to to do very well on on the offensive side. I have too many of the of the of the nightmarish flashbacks of when we got all jazzed up to watch them play the Saints. What was that Sunday night or Monday night, whatever that was, and they get just drilled at home and. I don't know. I'm just uh, I, I'm I'm very very nervous about that, and I don't think Mike Evans is going to play. So they're they're going to gut it out, but that's going to be. If you ask me what the final score of that game is, just I think it's more sixteen to ten than it is twenty eight to seventeen. I don't know. Anyways, anywho, let's go ahead and uh, switch gears and begin the first quarter. The armchair quarterbacks. <laughs> 
All right, so we start the first quarter here, and uh, what we got going on is we're going to do our brackets today. Timus Wooten's going to be joining us here shortly. Uh, he is he is uh, connected in, but I don't see him, so I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know if he meant to actually connect or not. So, anyways, he's not due for another few minutes. So let's go ahead and dive into ours, and when we get to his. You know there's going to be some uh, Broncos versus Patriots going on there, so we'll have to get... <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I'll, I'll wait till he joins, but I'll, I'll, I'll share with y'all the uh, text messages that I, that I got yesterday from him. Uh, I, I just, that was my first flashback. I, thought, I, asked, I actually thought about screwing with him, but I didn't screw with him. Um, okay. In the first round... So I've got mine filled out, and I'll go ahead and do mine fairly quickly because I feel like I won't have enough time to be able to break all mine down, and I'm on here all week anyway, so y'all kind of know what my philosophy is, and I'll talk more about it with Joey in the next hour, et cetera. But I want to know your reasonings. In the first round, what I have is I've got Buffalo winning. I've got Pittsburgh winning, Tennessee winning, the Saints, the Bucks the Rams in Green Bay. I'm going with the Rams on an upset, and there's a reason why I'm going with that. But essentially, I'm when if, if Goff does play, which I think he will, and Cam Akers is fairly healthy, which I think he is, and Cooper Cup is back, I've got to – I'm starting to lean more on the Rams, and I remember I was big on the Rams about a month or so ago. And then the, my, all the wind came out of my sail, and I was like, what the hell? And then they fell off. I think they could pull off the upset. That's not who I'm going to be pulling for. I'm going to be pulling for Russell Wilson. You know that's my boy. I love I love to watch him play. But I've got a bad, bad feeling that uh, the Rams are going to upset them. And so that would set up the next – the next well i'll get into that after you give me yours so what do you got going on in the first round and why do you like them uh i've got the bills taking out the uh, colts i just think they're they're steamrolling an offense and their defense has gotten healthy um i, I think that votes well especially up there in buffalo um i think saints or the uh, titans get the win at home uh against the ravens uh, I think they will find a way, and I'm just hoping that the repetition of the Texans get those cornerbacks that have been out all season and can hopefully maybe be a difference in the playoffs. Very optimistic there, but uh, I just hope it doesn't come down to Justin Tucker versus Sam Sloman because uh, I can tell you how that one's going to end. And uh, escaping me, my third. Oh, I'll take Pittsburgh on the win. I just don't know what uh, Cleveland's going to field with head coach being out. Uh, I'm just going to back the Steelers in that one. On the uh, NFC side, I will take uh, Tampa Bay for the win. Um, I think they get the W against Washington. I don't know that they win on the points, but uh, I'll take Tom Brady. I'm not going to bet against TB12 in the postseason. I have been burnt way too many times. Um, I'll go with the Saints over the Bears. Uh, I think at home, uh, they're the better team uh, as long as, like you alluded to, they're not sitting there looking for a built-in excuse. Uh, I think they'll get that offense rolling and uh, should be able to put the Bears away. And I'm going to take the Seahawks over the Rams. I think it'll be a low-scoring game, but uh, I'm going back Russell Wilson. You've made me a believer over the years, and I think with DK Metcalf, uh, we're, we're going to see some big-time big, big time plays. I'm looking forward to that. Okay, so essentially you've got Bills versus Steelers, Titans versus KC. Yes. 
correct? Yes. And then that and then that would make the Saints versus the Seahawks and Tampa Bay versus Green Bay. We've got teams joining us, so I, we will do it this way. We will go ahead and well, you know what? Before we get into his uh, first round, Teamus, we, we didn't get talk. We didn't get to talk about this last uh, last show. One time, I've been up twenty eight hours watching a golf tournament, and I said Patriots Broncos. It was six years ago. You're gonna have to put it down soon. <laughs> You're, That's all you're, you're sounding a lot like Sean Payton is all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> you, you got the Payton built-in excuses. You're even wearing Saints colors. I just feel like I just feel like you're 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 aligning with what? That's, That's Saints. Saint that is Saints colors. Uh, that, it's Army colors, that, actually. That that's a coincidence. <laughs> or, is all right. or is it? Or is it? Conspiracy down in New Orleans, but yes. Uh, anyways, um, how are you this morning, sir? I'm I'm good, brother. I'm good, ready to talk football. So I can't believe we didn't talk about this because I texted you as soon as it happened, New Year's Eve, and you said you've now seen the video of Jennifer Lopez serenading a Rod to an Aerosmith song of all damn things, and I was Dude, like. By the way, what's that? To the Aerosmith song, not a Aerosmith. The Aerosmith song, "Dream On." Right. Yeah. I, well, I didn't I expect J Lo to be doing some deep side B cover dive, right? Of of any song. If she's gonna she's gonna do a cover, she's gonna do the cover of any you know you name the band she's not gonna i don't think she knows a lot of deep dives on on you know the fourth who album right you no. know she doesn't seem like that very well culture when it comes to music if so then the crap she puts out would have been a lot better over the years so that's so uh are you in the basement or something you, i'm in my office okay your uh, connection's uh, a little poor uh, as opposed to what it normally is. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take you off. Uh, just reconnect when you come back on because your uh, audio is uh, popping in, in and out. Um, anyways, uh, Justin, so just to recap, we pretty much have the same thing. The only thing that, that, that we differed on, which I think a lot of people are going to be like this in, in their, their, their picks, although some will probably take the Ravens, is... That's I, th I think that Seattle uh, Rams game is one of the most intriguing games of the entire season of the entire weekend, and with that being said, a lot's going to lay on the line. That's a Saturday afternoon game, right? So I'm a little surprised that's not Sunday afternoon. But I think they did that because they didn't want Sean Payton complaining about Alvin Kamara not being able to uh, to play. Right, because he wouldn't be he wouldn't be able to come off the COVID restrictions until Sunday. But anyways, um, you know I don't understand when they do that when they talk about these COVID restrictions. They say the ten day window and whatnot. If you know that and you're an NFL team, why wouldn't you why wouldn't you just walk it back a couple of days? Say, well, we haven't told you about it, but he came down with COVID on Monday as opposed to like Wednesday afternoon. Why wouldn't you do that? I would. I mean, I would totally lie. I would say, no, no, no. He came down with it on Monday just because what it comes down to is, are you contagious? Are you testing positive? 
before the game. And if, he, if he's clear, he's clear. If he's, if he's still COVID positive, then it doesn't really matter what, what you walk it back to. Is that disingenuous on my end? <laughs> uh, I played the fifth on that one, man. We don't need this to come back and and bite us one day, you know. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I'm. T- I mean that. I'm th- that's just the way I would play it out. But anywho, uh, see, I think Teams is uh, coming back in. But I've 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 walked. I've thought about that a lot this year. I'm like, why wouldn't you just walk that back until the day you need the guy? Don't be too obvious. Make him pop up on a Friday, right? But you know, just walk it back and say, ah, well. You know, we're just we're do we're double checking, but we're it appears that he tested positive late Sunday night, and and when Kamara goes to speak up, no, it was Wednesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop it, stop it. We'll take it from here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Teamus, get give me your uh, picks on the first round of the NFL playoffs. Okay, I've got uh, taking the Bills over the Colts. Okay. Um, I don't know if they cover the spread, but I take them for the win. Um, I have Seahawks over the Rams. I think I think the Seahawks are going to win that game. I don't have a good reason why. Um, I believe the Bucks are going to beat Washington. I mean, Washington has a really good defense, but you, like Waller said, you can't bet against Brady in the playoffs. So, do they cover the eight point five? I wouldn't bet the farm there, but I think they get away with the win. And on Sunday, um, the Ravens and the Titans, this one was the hardest one for me. Uh, I'm going to go with the Titans, and I think they cover that 3.5 spread, but I'm that's the one I'm on the fence about the most. Uh, I have the Saints over the Bears. I don't think the Bears belong in the playoffs. And I have the Steelers over the Browns. Here's why. Because, one, they, their coach is not going to be there, but they had two uh, players who were found drag racing. And so I think they're going to be missing some people. Um, I haven't heard if they're going to keep them out of the game because of it. But uh, who are you talking I don't about? Think- who, what team are you talking about? The Browns. Well, they're, they're going to be missing guys because of COVID-19 anyway. So. Right, as well. Yeah, so I'm going to say the Steelers. And um, is Big Ben playing in the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. Um, they barely beat Steelers the other day, and Big Ben wasn't even playing. So I have the Steelers there. Okay, so I missed a little bit because you kind of bounced all around because I think you were going by kickoff times as opposed to the conferences. Uh, you took the Saints – what about the Seattle uh, Rams game? I have I have the Seahawks. Okay, so you, so you got to, Seattle Saints, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, and Buffalo. Correct. Well, Green Bay's not playing, are they? Well, I'm sorry, Green Bay's. I'm setting it up for the next round. Sorry. Yes, yes, correct. Uh, I've got the Tampa. I have to set up the brackets. I have to write them out because, unfortunately, cannot believe that there's there's not an ESPN or a Yahoo or anything that isn't doing a, some kind of bracketology. I'm like, really? I know. I, I feel like they've done it before. That, that, that's what's driving me nuts. I'm like, I feel like I've filled them out before. I found one goofy one on Yahoo, but it's not like this. You don't fill out the whole bracket. It's, oh, you picked 
games this week and then you pick games next week, all that junk. And I, I was like, well, that's just really setting up for, I guess, for an, in, an office pool to basically gamble on it every week, individual games. But anyways, uh, we've got to take a really quick break. Let's go ahead and do that. It's a perfect time to, to reset. When we come back, we're going to talk about the rest of our bracket. Essentially, everybody's got the same first round win except for the only only one I differ with y'all in is I've got Rams over Seattle but other than that I think everything else is chalk here so uh I'm sure it's going to get much more interesting or hell maybe it's not maybe we're all boring white guys who think alike so you know like I guess we're gonna find out here on the other side of the break we'll be back in a flash here on the armchair quarterbacks keep it locked in here to CBS Sports Radio the armchair quarterbacks app and remember we are on YouTube live now your life is so dumb Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I go to mybookie.ag. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay you when you win. Look, I wouldn't be telling you to bet mybookie.ag if they weren't the best. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with mybookie.ag. Promo code SKIN, that's S-K-I-N. When you use that promo code, mybookie will match 100% of your deposit up to $1,000. That's mybookie.ag, promo code SKIN. Hey y'all, I'm Mac McGee, and you don't want to miss as we cover the entire NFL on Armchair Quarterback Radio. 12-0 Chicago Bears. If they could go all the way, they would be 19-0. The last undefeated team in pro football history, these Miami Dolphins. 72, 14-0. Regular season after the Super Bowl, they were 17-0. For third down and six. Duper, Moore, and Clayton. Down of the way. Into the arms of Clayton. Are things going right for the Dolphins tonight? 42-yard touchdown, batted into the air at the line of scrimmage. This is vintage Monday Night Football. Final seconds ticking off. Bears will not go undefeated. What a victory for the Dolphins. And Dan Marino reigns supreme once again. You're riding morning shotgun with the Armchair Quarterbacks. We're here weekdays, streaming on the Armchair Quarterbacks app. Download it today. Your first choice for sports talk here on the First Coast. There must be some kind of way out of here. Six rounds. TJ Hoshmazone. Yes. Lock it up. Who? What? Uh, TJ, how's the vanilla? Uh, all right. TJ... T- TJ, who's your mama? You mean TJ Hushmanzada from the Bengals. Put him on the board. House Mazzoli. Got it. Championship. Make sure to join the Armchair Quarterbacks right here. We'll answer all your questions, pickups, trades, you name it. You want to win your league? Then listen to the Armchair Quarterbacks. And don't be scared to tap that app. Find the Armchair Quarterbacks app today. It's fantasy football time. It's fantasy football time. This is Britney Spears. It's what up, what up, this Jay-Z. This is Jennifer Lopez. Armchair. Welcome back here to the Armchair Quarterbacks. So we are doing our NFL predictions, playoff predictions. And uh, so far, pretty much everyone's Pick the same thing. We've got the Saints moving on. I've got 
uh, the Rams, Timus and Justin have picked Seattle. They're probably right. I've just got this feeling about the Rams. They just seem like they're almost like playing possum with all these injuries and guys coming off of COVID. So I'm, I'm, I'm leaning on their defense. I'm still not 100% sure Seattle's defense is as good as it has looked. I, I really hope I'm wrong because I really like watching Russell Wilson and not just him, but I like a lot of the Seattle players, DK Metcalf, Chris Carson, the whole nine yards, not necessarily Jamal Adams, but the rest of them. Uh, and then we, we all took Tampa Bay to beat Washington football team, which means Saints Seattle will face each other in Timus and Justin's bracket, Tampa Bay at Green Bay in their bracket. And then, and then everyone's got Bills and and Steelers winning. Those are for obvious reasons. Bills are just playing incredible right now. And then the Steelers are basically the lesser of the two evils. The Steelers, although they've been playing poorly down the stretch, they're going to go in fully healthy, whereas Pittsburgh, excuse me, Cleveland has got a lot of issues. Their head coach isn't going to be on the field, which I feel like he does a very good job of kind of corralling in the emotions of Baker Mayfield, right? And that's going to be an issue not having him on the field. And then, of course, there's some players that could be missing. And then Tima said that evidently they were they were playing Grease Lightning or something. I, I, I must have missed that story. They were drag racing. Um, that might be a situation where they get suspended for the uh, – for the uh, as opposed to the, the playoffs. They say you're suspended for the first preseason game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, see, how, see how that always works out. And then uh, we've got all of us. I, I, I was a little shocked. I thought this would be split a little bit. We've got Tennessee going and staying at home and beating Baltimore. And then they will face the Chiefs. Will not be a picnic for anybody. So we get to that next round. Let's go ahead and rip the band aid off and, and pick that game. Justin, where do you got Titans Chiefs? I'm going to roll with the Chiefs. Uh, I think the Chiefs are vulnerable this year, but uh, I just don't think Tennessee's got enough to uh, to stop them defensively. I mean, and and that's the one offense that I think can put up as many, if not more, things score faster than Tennessee. Timus, what say you? Yeah, I have Kansas City. I I just think that uh, you're all dead just, to me. You're all dead to me. No, I'm just, I mean, Tennessee will. I just don't think they have enough in their bag to to keep up with Kansas City. They just score it will, and uh, yeah, I'm, I got Kansas City. Moving on. I I've got the same. I would love to 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 play the homework card and tell you some wonderful tale of how they're going to get there, and get to the AFC Championship game again. And, I just don't see it happening. I don't even know if they're going to get out of the first round, but I feel like they are. I just, when you look at what happened last year, they couldn't stop Mahomes at will in that second half. And that defense, to Justin's point, was better last year than it is this year. Even though they went through all this offseason junk about how they're going to get a pass rush and everything, every dart they threw did not stick. So... I, I I just feel like Kansas City is going to throttle the the Titans. It's going to probably be embarrassing, and that's what's going to suck the most about it. But maybe that's what they need to do in a complete overhaul of that defense to get on track. Because that offense is a Super Bowl contending team. 
that defense, it's too much like teams. Remember Dan Marino? You felt like you'd have to score on every single possession. Because yeah. you, you don't, this is what it feels like. I'm not yeah. putting Tannehill in the same ilk of Marino, but the offense in, in its in its entirety feels like the, the Dan Marino offense of the 80s where you had to score or it was over. Yeah, Dan would throw for 44 points and still lose. Um, what Marino's fault. <laughs> right. And he would tell you because he because he loved to point the finger at everybody else. Yes, he did. It was never his he fault on anything. Never. Ever. Uh-uh. Forever, nope. ever? Forever, ever. So then we go to Bill's Steelers. Timus, what do you got cooking there? I got the Bills on this. Um, I've been able to, oddly enough, the Bills were on over in Iraq. There's a lot of Bills fans over there, and they had some sort of, you know, inter- they had their coat hangers on the internet or something so they could get the game. So I did actually get to see the Bills a lot this year, m- more than any other team. And they're good. They're they're a legit team. They could, could, could go to the Super Bowl. But um, I don't think the Steelers are in the same class as the Bills. So I got the Bills moving on. They were smokescreen frauds, I think Pittsburgh was all year. Uh, they were up to 11-0, and but they played a really easy schedule if you look at it. And even the Tennessee game, Justin remembers that. They got it to this huge lead at halftime and then ended up winning the game by a field goal. They should have put that – that game should have never been in doubt. And so I, I've got a lot of questions about Pittsburgh. I don't know if their defense is as shut down as it appeared to be at the beginning of the season. And then, of course, they have no running game, so I'm going with with uh, Buffalo as well. Buffalo doesn't have a great running game, but at least they they do have that threat and the athletic ability of Josh Allen. I believe is a running game. Justin, who yeah. do you who do you have in this round? I'm going chalk with y'all. Uh, I think Buffalo uh, wins for all said reasons before me. All right, so we move on. I, I just I don't I don't think they have anything. We haven't seen already out of Pittsburgh, and they seem to be on the slide. So we move out of that round. You got Bills versus KC. We'll meet in the AFC Championship game. We all have that. So that game will be in Kansas City. So we go to the NFC. We have to do this a little differently. So I'll do mine last because my, my matchups won't be the same as, as yours. Timus, St. Seahawks, who wins? Saints. I think because that game's going to be in New Orleans, correct? Yes. Yeah. Like you didn't I, know it there sitting with your New Orleans Saints colors. <laughs> hey, this is It's a disguise. When was a Saints fan? I don't um, know. <laughs> that's because I wasn't. Um but yeah, I think at home I think I've seen you with your Saints jersey and your, your Kiss army heading and heading to the concerts and I I know the real team is I hate so much about what you choose to be. Every time I try to have a decent or grown-up conversation, you make it not that. <laughs> and that and that A-Rod signed autograph that you got, I mean, yeah, it's it's just ridiculous. Anyways. I, I, anyways. I, hate you. I really I, do. <laughs> I, I digress. Uh, Justin, uh, St. Seahawks, who you got? Well, I mean, since we got a Saints fan on the panel, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Oh. <laughs> Waller with the assist. I see. All right. Kick team up in the ding today. All right, whatever. So that would be that would mean Tom Brady would go to Green Bay. 
And hey, Seamus, you missed football and baseball season. Not your fault, but uh, we, we've got a lot of pent-up uh, jabs that uh, we want to reciprocate back your way. Yeah, that's fair, Waller. That's absolutely fair. I, I, I can take it. We feel like you've been taking it easy this year. We're going to give you a hard time. Yeah, I've been slacking this year, guys. I, I apologize. So, you know, throw all the darts you need to. 2021 is going to be different, Thomas. <laughs> I'm sure you were on that plane flying home go, oh, man, I got to now listen to this crap from these guys. <laughs> can yeah, I, that's what. <laughs> can I go back? <laughs> Turn the plane around. You don't understand. They're vicious. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that leaves us with Tampa Bay versus Green Bay. Timus, who you got? I got Green Bay. And because it's going to be in Green Bay, correct? Yes. I think, one, I think Green Bay is a better team. Um, it is Tom Brady. Uh, but So I don't think the spread's going to be that large. But uh, I think Green Bay sends Tampa home. Justin, what say you? I'm torn on this one. Um, hell, I'm going to do it. I'm going to back Tom, uh, Tom Brady. I, I've been debating this one. It's the only one I hadn't wow. finished filling out. But I think if any team can do it, uh, I'm just tired of losing money going against Tom Brady. I ain't backing <laughs> him all the way. So, but uh, I, I'm, I'm taking him to get the upset. I think that'll be the big playoff upset. Wow. Okay. And so what I have, so I've got New Orleans versus Tampa Bay because, because of the, the seeding factor changes because I had the Rams win. When the Rams are a sixth seed, they're going to have to go play the top seed, which is Green Bay. So, so my bracket will look like, if it were, were to be correct, Rams are going to go to Green Bay. Tampa Bay's got to go to Nolens. And I believe third time's the charm for Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Tom Brady beats New Orleans. And there will be something that Sean Payton will come up with of why they lost, about how, you know, there wasn't enough sun in, in the Superdome that day. And, you know, that caused the, the, the loss. And we'll have to listen to it for at least four months. But, and then we'll also get the conspiracy theory. It'll set it up even better. So not only will the Saints get screwed in some call, but Tom Brady got the benefit of the call. So we'll get to listen to that for the next four or five months. It'll be great, but as, far, as much as I think Tampa Bay is a year away from really being a Super Bowl contender, because I don't think you can just drop a quarterback in the middle of an offense and expect it to ready to go in one season, especially in a season like this one. I think they're going to find a way to get past New Orleans because I think New Orleans, to be honest with you, from top to bottom, I think they're frauds. And so I don't think they're going to get, they'll get past the Bears and that's it. So whether they play the Seahawks or they play the play Tampa, I just that's just my gut feelings that they're frauds. And I know Saints fans are probably riding around going, what are you, an idiot? They've killed Tampa in the, in the, in the regular season. Yeah, they have. But this is the postseason. This is Tom Brady, baby, and the things totally change at that point. So that takes me to Rams Green Bay. I don't think the boys from L.A. are going to go into Lambeau Field. They'll probably stick them on like a Saturday night with the winds blowing sideways up their nostrils, and you try, you expect Jared Goff to go out there and lead the way against 
Aaron Rodgers, no way, no how. That's that's where the dream is. So I've got Tampa Bay, Green Bay in the NFC Championship game. And then I've got Buffalo beating Pittsburgh, and I've got Kansas City beating uh, Tennessee. So what that squares off, I'll go ahead and do mine, in the, and then y'all can do yours. I want to pick Buffalo so bad to op- upset Kansas City. But it's in Kansas City. And I just got this feeling when you see these things play out in the NFL, NBA, et cetera, over the years, it seems like teams have to take next tier steps and then they get in, right? And so we saw it with Kansas City a couple of years ago where they almost beat Tom Brady and they lost. And then Brady got his last Super Bowl, right? But then the next year they kicked the door in. I think that's what's going to happen with Buffalo. I think they're just this close to getting there, but Kansas City's going to take them down, and you're going to get Kansas City versus, sorry, Tom, but Green Bay's going to beat you, and we're going to get a replay of Super Bowl One, Tampa Bay, excuse me, Kansas City versus Green Bay. And I'll, I'll hold off my champion after you all do yours. So, Timus, who do you have going through and getting to the Super Bowl? Um, I think – I was on the fence with the Kansas City Bills game. Um, I I like the Bills. I think they're – I mean, I don't like the Bills because I'm a Dolphin fan, but as far as, you know, an unbiased yeah, – it's really thing, weird, isn't it, sitting here uh, it, picking them and saying how good they are and uh, – it's, it's, it's not what God intended. But uh, I believe – because the way they ended their season last year was, you know, on a really high note. Then they come out this year and they're, like you said – I still think they're one step away from getting there and winning it all. So I'm going to pick Kansas City. It's in Kansas City, and um, I'm going with Kansas City over the Bills. And I think Green Bay beats the Saints because um, it's. I don't think it matters where it is. I think Green Bay is better than the Saints. And so I have going into the Super Bowl, KC versus Green Bay. The – Packers Saints game is in Green Bay, so yeah, that's, that's another definitely. reason why there's if if it gets to that, there's no way Drew Brees goes in there and wins it in in Green Bay. Not no. not in not in Lambeau, no, no, no. Justin, what you got? I'm going to take uh, the Bills to get the upset. I think y'all are both wrong. Um, I think Kansas City's been susceptible, and we've seen that. Uh, Hey, they've barely won these games down the stretch by one score. I think Buffalo can go on the road in there and cause that team fits and uh, get the upset. So I've got the Bills in, and uh, between Bucks and uh, Seahawks, I'm going to lean with the Seahawks. I think uh, the Bucks have a good run. I, I, I think they can go into Green Bay and get it. I mean, Brown, Gronkowski, uh, Brady, they've all played in this weather. They've all been in the playoffs. They have the experience. I think they can uh, get that upset, but I think it ends there. And uh, – I think Russell Wilson uh, gets the W. So I have Bills, Seahawks for the uh, Super Bowl. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to back the Bills. So you got the Bills. Taking them all away. Just like in the 90s when I lost money on those bets. Uh, First first wager I ever placed was on the Bills, so I'm going back there. So I will probably lose. Uh, I know that up front, but uh, I'm going to ride the Bills all the way. It would be the most 2020 thing to happen for the Buffalo Bills to finally win the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, they can't They can't go back and beat the Cowboys or something to really just end the curse, so to speak. Uh, team, who, who do you have winning the Super Bowl? I'm going to say Green Bay. 
Uh, I think top to bottom, that's probably, in my opinion, the best team um, as far as, you know, well-rounded. Um, I think Kansas City has some, you know, there's some chinks in the armor there. And Aaron Rodgers is a big game quarterback. He's been there before. He's done it. Um, of course, so has Kansas City. But um, I think in the end, oh, Aaron Rodgers pulls it out. So I, I pick Green Bay to win it all. I mean, I am so on the fence on this matchup if it goes down this way. And maybe I'll change my mind 600 times. But the main reason why I've got Green Bay going to the Super Bowl is because you're going to have to go through Lambeau Field. Yeah. And so that's that that's a huge, huge advantage. And the reason why I've got Kansas City going is because their first game is going to go against Baltimore or Tennessee, most likely. And regardless of who they play in the first game, I just don't think they're going to be able to keep up. So they essentially have one big moment to get to the Super Bowl. And I'm going to lean on Andy Reid's ability to be able to, to out, out, out I'm not going to say outclass, but outfox the – the uh the bills i think what the bills are going to be missing and if they can add this their their super bowl bound next year they've got to get a running game which means they might have to go into the draft maybe there's a free agent but they've got to get a guy they got to get a guy they got to get a guy that you got to worry about stopping that's what green bay has aaron jones is the real deal and if you and if people who don't follow it don't play fantasy football they're not a Green Bay fan. Whatever your reasoning for not seeing a lot of Green Bay games, Aaron Jones is as good a running back as there is in the league. And his backup, Jamal Williams, is pretty damn nifty too. And then we saw in a pinch against Tennessee, Aaron uh, A.J. Dillon is, is no slouch. I just think this team is loaded. The one thing that could derail them would be like a massive injury to one of two people, either Aaron Rodgers for obvious reasons or Devontae Adams. The rest, they're interchangeable. They, they've they got so much talent on the offensive side. As long as Adams, as long as number 17 and number 12 stay upright, I think Green Bay is going to win the Super Bowl. Um, not necessarily who I'm pulling for. I'm not pulling against them. I don't think against the Packers. I've never disliked them. But it's just going to be tough sledding to get into Lambeau Field because they're going to have to lose in Lambeau Field not to get to the Super Bowl. And then once they get to the Super Bowl, I just look at it as who do I trust more, a team that has a running game or a Kansas City team that has not had a running game? And that's when 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 Justin talks about the chinks in the armor, that's the number one chink, wouldn't you say, Justin, is that their running game is just non-existent. So if Pat Mahomes has a bad day, whatever the case may be, they don't have the running game to lean on. Would that be your biggest question mark for, for KC? It would be, and I mean, they've had three and outs, and uh, we've, we've seen this defense get winded. Uh, it, it's given up big plays that uh, in their Super Bowl run it did not allow. So, uh, But, yeah, I'll I contribute to it all feeds off of that running game. Real quick news to throw out there. Just want to make sure everybody uh, knows um, that Mark Markel Fultz of the Orlando Magic He's, it is it is officially in this morning. He tore his ACL last night, so he is done for the 2021 season. And the New York Giants have confirmed they are going to retain the general manager, Gettleman, for the 2021 season. There's a lot of speculation up in New York he would not bring back. But this this is the one that I wanted to throw at you all because this I did not know this until this morning. 
when I was listening to local uh, New York radio. Justin, I, I don't know if you saw this or not. 40,000 people, 40,000 people signed a petition, which I found funny because I guess it was an online petitioning because with COVID and everything, how do you, you just passing a petition around? Uh, 40,000 people signed a petition to keep one play, one person from attending the Buffalo Bills playoff game this weekend. Timus, I'll give you a first guess of who this person could be. It's more obvious than you think. Okay, then I'm, I'm wrong, but to save time, Jim Kelly. Oh, that would be terrible. That guy's got, yeah. that guy's got like <laughs> seven different kinds of cancer. His kids are always sick, and you go, no, you can't come to the game. Well, Forgive him, you. Bills Mafia. He's a Saints fan. Yes. I got a Please funny, forgive him. I got a funny feeling we're going to see a bunch of angry bearded fat guys come through your window here in a minute <laughs> bill shirts oh. on you take that saints jersey off uh <laughs> <laughs> justin who, who who is your best guess i'm i'm gonna nail it i saw that it, it was uh cuomo yeah governor cuomo of the state of new oh, york yeah. the one that the one that <laughs> that they gave an emmy to the one that he's he's parading around patting himself on the back about and, the, and then he opened up the Bills, the Bills game to have fans because he said he wanted to go. That he was a Bills fan. I don't know if he really is. He he's just you know how politicians are, and he gets it all cleared. And then they, so he's forced. He's being forced not to come because the the fans don't want to see him there. So he's giving. So he's trying to do the the brave thing and give his ticket to a nurse. And he was trying. He was trying to pat himself on the back about that. I'm like, well. Put an end to that horse crap because if you were the hero, you would have given it to her before the petition was signed, right? Yeah. So you just didn't want your gut stomped out by 6,500 people or whatever that he's letting in there. So I find that funny because you didn't want to become the table. Watch, watch, watch him. I would love to see a vindictive thing by him like Saturday morning say, COVID numbers are too high. No fans allowed. Sorry. No, not, not going to happen. <laughs> He instantly becomes a, a a Dolphins or Patriots fan just to piss him off. <laughs> yeah. But that was, I mean, I saw that and I was like, that is, wow. I've seen a lot of things in my day, but a guy that, that they have been lauding, I mean, if you watch national news, you would think on certain outlets that Governor Cuomo can do no wrong. You get 40,000 people to say you they don't want you at a game. You're doing something wrong. He'll somehow, yeah. he'll somehow still win the election because we know how this has gone in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> he'll win in a landslide. <laughs> but anyways, I, I'll leave that alone. Je Justin, what is your uh, walk-off for the day? I love Bill's Mafia. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, kudos to them. And uh, pull this off, man. Uh, glad y'all are finally back in the playoffs. And uh Good to see some fresh blood in there. I mean, obviously, I'd love to see my Titans do well, but uh, we, we, I got to be a realist in that defense. Uh, isn't built to uh, take a Super Bowl run. So I'm going to back the Bills, and uh, I just hope for a fun, fun wild card weekend. One more day, and then we're there. All right, brother. Tomorrow we'll be talking with Tony with the national championship game on the line, and we'll do some uh, 
our uh, picks. We, we, we haven't done that in a minute, so we'll we'll do our uh, our uh, six pack of uh, picks and uh, should should be a fun football Friday. We'll see you manana. Who that, Timus? We'll be back here in a flash here on the armchair quarterbacks as we got a little more to talk about in the NFL playoffs and uh, got a couple other things we're going to dive into. We'll be back here in a flash on CBS Sports Radio and YouTube Live. CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the armchair quarterbacks on CBS Sports Radio, number one sports station. Good morning, and this is your armchair quarterbacks, Sports Flash. Clemson's junior quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, who is assumed to be the number one pick overall by the Jacksonville Jaguars, announced his official eligibility for this year's upcoming draft. Here's what he had to say. Looking back on it, I hope my legacy at Clemson is that I was a great teammate and a great person uh, overall, just more than football more than how I played um, each game, is just how I treated people. I want that to be the main thing that I'm known for, and I feel like over the last three years, um, that's the thing I've, I've kept as a priority, is just treating people well and, and being a good person. So I hope that that's my, my legacy when I, when I leave here. To all my teammates over the past three years, uh, it's been the most fun ride I've been on. I look back at these three years and I have the best memories, winning the national championship, winning a lot of games, um, and just, just not even that, but just more so all the little moments, being in the locker room, being in practice, spending every day together. Taught me how to be a better man, no doubt. Uh, and that's the biggest takeaway, really. Obviously, it's made me a better football player, but that's kind of secondary to, to what it's taught me about life. And I really feel like um, I'm a man now, and, I, and I'm ready to take on those challenges. I'm a man! I'm 40! And just super excited for for life ahead. The best is always yet to come, but I can't wait to see what, what God has next for us. A couple of injury updates for the National Football League playoffs. Has Michael Thomas of the New Orleans Saints, he was seen back at practice on Wednesday. It's assumed that he's ready to go. And Jamal Adams, safety for the Seattle Seahawks, says he will play against the Rams this coming weekend. South Korean slugger Hassan Kim left no doubt how he feels about his new team, the San Diego Padres. Quote, the main reason I joined the Padres is that the Padres are not only a contender, but will become World Series champions this year. I want to be a part of a winning team, Kim said through an interpreter. Asked what he was looking forward to the most and what his biggest challenge would be. Quote, first and foremost, the Padres winning the World Series, and I would like to contribute significantly to that winning team. Personally, the challenge to me, my goal, is to become the Rookie of the Year. The 25-year-old infielder inked a four-year, $28 million deal that could be worth $34 million over five seasons if a mutual option is exercised. And that's your Armchair Quarterback's Wake Up Show, CBS Sports Flash. Stay tuned for more of the Armchair Quarterback's on these CBS affiliates, our Facebook Live, and the Armchair Quarterbacks app. Tap that app today. We live in a world now that welcomes and nurtures the screwball in all of us. Hey, it's a new decade, people. Time to get a little nutty. 
Treat yourself to Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey, a smooth flavor that combines two of America's favorites, peanut butter and American whiskey. So no more social awkwardness. Time to embrace who you truly are. Get out there and make friends. And be sure it starts with Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. It's available nearly everywhere. Learn more at ScrewballWhiskey.com. Infidium Spirits. Please enjoy responsibly. World air quality is at an all-time low. But hey, that doesn't mean you can't have a little fun. New from Mattel, it's the Greenhouse Gas Gun. Do you hate the snowman next door? Use the Greenhouse Gas Gun. Want to piss off an entire room full of tree huggers? Use the Greenhouse Gas Gun. There is simply no end to the amount of fun and respiratory disease you can have with the Greenhouse Gas Gun! You're listening to the Armchair Quarterbacks on CBS Sports Radio. You gotta fight! Might as well go to Columbia, for Christ's sakes. Wants to be some kind of a professional woman. Like you. A psychiatrist? And I have to listen to guys like me whine all day. Welcome back here to the Armchair Quarterbacks. Riding Shotgun with you here on CBS Sports Radio and YouTube Live. Make sure to go out there and like our uh, YouTube channel. Uh, We share it to the Facebook page every morning. So uh, it's going to be a slow, steady build, but we're going to YouTube Live for now on. Anyone you know that can like and subscribe. Hell, even if they're not going to watch us every day, just hit the subscribe button. It's going to help our analytics down the road. That's what we're looking at is down the road. This is trying to build towards something. This is the baby steps because Facebook does it, it, it wasn't working. It's just it, we're not going to get off the ground that way. So we're, we're trying to do this YouTube live. So you'll notice we only got a few subscribers, but it will build come hell or high water. Uh, joining us today is Mr. Uh, Joey Ariola. Joey, how are you? This is Timus Wooten, Sergeant Timus Wooten of the U.S. Army, not a Saints fan, though it looks like it. Well, first off, thank you for having me back. Nice to meet you, Timos, and appreciate all the hard work you do. So uh, just happy to talk sports today, and uh, we're on the way to the NFL playoffs. A good day to be uh, talking sports in the NFL, especially. Okay, so we, we've already done our our bracket, so we kind of open it up for your, for your bracket to you know to break down so in 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 each of your segment we'll just go ahead and let you know who we had winning we kind of got to bounce around like that but but the listeners already know who we've picked but in case you're just joining us we'll we'll do it like that so joey go ahead and lay it on us uh who are you going with let's let's go with the afc in the first round and just kind of build it like that Okay, well, if you know, we'll start with the AFC, and obviously, I'll save my team for last because there could be some bias on the Colts' opinion there. But <laughs> with the rest of the AFC, start for Steelers and Browns. Um, I, I'm going to go with uh, Pittsburgh in that game. I just think, uh, you know, Cleveland. I know it's just some coaches and a couple of players, but going through still what they're doing in COVID, and Pittsburgh actually fighting pretty tough last week at the backups. I have them there. 
Uh, I think Roethlisberger getting a little more healthy with, and they didn't get a bye week, so that all kind of plays a factor. So that's why I'm going to go with Pittsburgh in that game. Uh, moving, <clears throat> moving on to the other games, and uh, let's move on to. Uh, we'll do Buffalo and Indianapolis. Uh, obviously, I would love to choose my Colts. It's going to be a tough game um, for the hell of it because I bet you both picked Buffalo, I would assume, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. J- Justin actually went all in and took Buffalo to win the Super Bowl. So just to give myself a chance in this bracket and just to mix things up a little bit, I'm going to choose Indianapolis. Shocker, I know, because I'm a fan right the head here. But And here's why. I think if you could – could keep it on the ground with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I will be middle. pulling for you vehemently because <laughs> if you win, you'll go play KC, and I want no part of that. In week, well, week. and right, and I mean, obviously, Buffalo is very tough. They have probably the second best quarterback in the AFC behind Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, their defense isn't at top of the league like it usually is, but it's still very good. Their pass rushers are there. What are you it's saying? All gonna... of a sudden, Gardner Minshew is chopped liver now. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it, Minchu, 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 and Minchu. We, but uh, Minchu no, Minchu. I, yeah, but uh, you know they have a little vulnerability in the run defense. So I'm hoping maybe Jonathan Taylor can go off and things will happen. But it's not going to be easy. That being said, hopefully there's no snow. Um, my most intriguing AFC game is Baltimore and Tennessee. Uh, obviously, after last year's uh, shocking beatdown, really by Tennessee going into Baltimore and stunning everybody with the number one Ravens, I kind of think the opposite is going to happen this year. I think the Ravens are in a heater right now. Uh, They've won five in a row. I'm pretty sure in Lamar Jackson, he remembers last year. And I think there's going to be a little bit of payback in that game. So I'm going to go with Pittsburgh, or Pittsburgh, Baltimore and Indianapolis on the AFC side of things. Okay. So you got Indianapolis. And so that would mean Baltimore would go to Pittsburgh. Colts would go to KC NFC. What you got? For the NFC, uh, let's start with the first game, and that's Rams and Seahawks. I don't know the Rams. I know they golf could play or Wofford. I, I don't know. I'm just going to go with Seattle. I, I don't trust uh, – I trust Russell Wilson at the end of the day. Um, that's all I'm going to stick with on that one. I think it's just simple. I think he gets the job done. Going to the night game, again, I'm going to stick with this quarterback thing. I just trust Tom Brady more than I do on anybody's Washington's uh, – Offense. I know they won four out of five with Alex Smith, but I even heard things about maybe playing two QBs or some. That ain't gonna work if you have two QBs. You yeah, have I none. saw that. I'm like, who are you, Spurrier in the early '90s? You're gonna <laughs> shuffle quarterbacks in and out depending on what, what, what? That 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 does not work. That that will not work, especially in a playoff game. And I know it's not much, but especially you know, when it's not like the second guy is so much different than the first guy. It would be one thing if Washington's backup was like a mobile quarterback, like a Jalen Hurts. They had a Jalen Hurts sitting on the bench, right? Right. Then I could see it. You put packages in, you kind of throw it off a little bit. But they're talking about just flipping them back and forth because they don't know about uh, Alex Smith's. I mean, so, so what does that mean? You're just going to rest them to like the fourth quarter hoping bring a comeback? Because that's what it sounds like to me. Right. And I, I just don't think that, you know, works out very well. And, um, you know, you never want to call out the goat in Tom Brady, and I know Chase Young is a beast, but we'll see if uh, saying I'm looking forward to playing him. I'll believe right that when I see it because the first time Allen goes through some stupid pick six or something like that, it's going to be Alex Smith, ride or die, let's go, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thought we were take- sharing time. Shut up! 
We don't want to hear from you anymore. We're all going to get fired because of you. You can't it's tell over. the difference between a Washington no logo helmet and the Buccaneers, whatever that stupid wannabe Oakland Raider crap is on their head. Just shut up. <laughs> I love that's the Ray. I love it. That's my but impression. Takes, <laughs> hey, I love it. And it takes care of uh, <laughs> Saturday in the NFC. And then uh, the last game is obviously New Orleans and Chicago. And I know I'm here in Chicago and some of my – Bears faithful would not be happy, but I can't. I just New Orleans has had three straight years of crushing losses in the playoffs, two coming from Minnesota, one coming from Los Angeles. I just can't see with the Bears backing in that they fall this time in that upset. And so I actually think the New Orleans, New Orleans wins in a pretty comfortable margin there to wrap up the NFC. I would give them a much better chance if Nick Foles was playing. And I know that sounds strange because he's played so poorly, but the guys, the, the guy is, I don't know, he's one of those gamers, and if I can put Nick Foles in for a playoff game, I think I'm doing it over Trubisky, but it doesn't seem like that's what they're going to do, so I'm, I'm with you. Okay, so you got New Orleans versus Seattle. You'll have Tampa Bay versus Green Bay. Who who wins those matchups? Oh, man. Uh, I'm try- I was trying to stick to my preseason prediction as much as possible, but Tampa Bay at Green Bay, that puts me in a little bit of conundrum with how Green Bay's been playing lately. Uh, I'm going to start with the other game first. I am going to go with New Orleans. I think the same. I think at the end of the day, if Drew Brees um, doesn't play like he did last year in the playoffs, I think they got a pretty good defense and could go into Seattle and take them down. Seattle's defense is down. I know I just talked great about Russell Wilson, but – I'll give New Orleans a slight edge there. And then Tampa Bay and Green Bay. Ah, man. Uh, you know what? Every, you Did know, you study it all? You look, you're looking up there? <laughs> no, no, because I bounce God back. The, God, are you there? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> no, because, you know, I just bounce back all the time because it's such a tough. I want to stick with my preseason prediction, so I'm going to do that and stick with Tampa Bay because, um, wow. you know, it's the, a lot of people are going to talk probably bad about Tampa Bay and not to give them that much of a chance deep down the run with Green Bay being ahead of them. But you know what? There needs to be upsets every NFL season. I remember back in the day when the Giants went up to Green Bay twice and took them down to make it to both Super Bowls they played in. So any given Sunday, anything can happen. I'm going Tampa Bay versus New Orleans in round three. That would put that. Yeah, but Tom season. Brady is no Eli Manning. I mean, we found that in the Super Bowl twice. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> oh, don't 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 put him in the same breath, you know. Come on, <laughs> team of thoughts. That's not right. Come on, I just, man. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. I noticed over there that there's something going on. <laughs> so um, I hate Eli Manning. I can't believe we're even talking about him still. Isn't he done now? Thank God in you heaven. Leave, you leave the goat alone, okay? Just leave him alone. He's retired. <laughs> he's he's not likely to show up again because he's not nearly as good as his, as his brother in commercials. So I don't think we're going to see him. <laughs> thank God. Oh. So you got <laughs> you did say Saints, right? So you got Saints versus Tampa. Saints versus Tampa in the NFC Championship. Who who wins that one? Tampa Bay. 
wow, you got them going all the way to the Super Bowl. You really are digging it. So, so yeah, I mean, you might as well pick the Colts because you have no chance of winning this bracket. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. My AFC is going to be a little bit. You might as well put the so Jaguars bad. in there. It's like, come let's go. on, they're going to get before my prediction is before kickoff they're going to be they're going to be put in there. <laughs> That's not right. Yes, Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so AFC. Steel, uh, Steelers, Baltimore, who you got? Ravens, and I just think this. I could actually it. see that. That, that wouldn't shock me. Right, and, you know, I, I, they're just so high, and I, I I really truly believe last year plays a little bit of a factor because they were the best in the AFC, and it was just such a big choke fest by King Henry coming in, and he went on his huge run and still is today. But I just think with John Harbaugh, he, he's a great coach. He knows how to prepare a team. They got a pretty good defense. I just think they continue the high streak and beat Pittsburgh and make it to the AFC Championship. Who are they going to play? I won't be a homer here. My Colts streak will Might unfortunately. Well. <laughs> I mean, you're already I, it, digging in. Yeah. Hey, no, no, no. I, because first, my anyway, you, you know what? Just <laughs> let me go on with my Ravens and my uh, Buccaneers, which we'll get to in a second here. But I got to go with Kansas City. Uh, you know, if the Colts do beat Buffalo, it's, it's going to be just so hard um, to beat both Mahomes and Josh Allen back to back. Um, so, you know, I got to put a little bit of my fandom aside and I'm going to put the Ravens versus the chiefs in the AFC championship game. And who gets it sticking with my preseason prediction. I didn't change then. I didn't change halfway through. I'm not now Ravens Buccaneers Super Bowl. Good Lord. Hey, Pre- <laughs> preseason prediction from what year <laughs> this year, this year. Hey, you got you, we got some last, but Tampa Bay has the most offense in the whole entire dance, and then you got one of the best coaches and a hot Baltimore Ravens team. So oh, I, I'm gonna, I, thought, I thought it was like preseason two thousand one. I was about to say, you know, you know, Brad Johnson's not playing quarterback for the Bucks anymore, right? You know? Where's Trent Dilfer at? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, Warren Sapp and Derek Brooks have retired, right? <laughs> Bold prediction, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm not here to throw out some bland crap. I'm here to give you my guys my awesome. Okay, so is. if you got him in there, Tampa Bay's playing at home in the Super Bowl, then they'd be the first team to ever play at home in the Super Bowl. Who wins it? Unfortunately for the GOAT, he's not going to hold the trophy. It's going to be Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens hosting the Super Bowl Man. trophy in Tampa Bay on the road. You heard it here first. You're yeah, that- I've heard that. You're absolutely correct about that one. I, I, I think time. I'll hear it here first and last. Your <laughs> your your bracket's getting busted around 4 p.m. Eastern on Sunday when when the king goes blowing through through the you know, or as they call him the Yuli Bulldozer goes blowing through Baltimore's defense to go up by 10 with 13 seconds left in the game. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for next week already to catch you on those. <laughs> now, I, I now I hope your boys pull off the upset because if you win, that means we go to Pittsburgh and not go to Kansas City. I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah, I think I think we could all agree Pittsburgh's probably the team you want to play in that second God. round. And, and if we really got lucky, like Pat Mahomes gets COVID, the Colts beat the Chiefs, and then I don't mean that in a bad way. I hope Pat, Pat Mahomes stays, <laughs> yeah. stays asymptomatic, uh, but you know, you know, a false positive, whatever. Uh, <laughs> if I could get the Colts again there and beat the Chiefs, and Tennessee beats the Steelers, which I think they would, man. We'd be sitting at home against the Colts for the AFC Championship game. 
Now that'd be something. And you might you and I might have to go up there and, and meet up for the AFC Championship game in Nashville. But I've got a funny funny feeling if they're gonna get a if they're gonna get a petition together to sign to make sure Governor Cuomo doesn't go to the Bills game, they'll probably get a petition together to make sure I don't go to the the, the Titans game. <laughs> It'll probably take five signatures for that. Hey, dude. <laughs> I do have one question, though. Uh, have we heard anything about how many fans are going to let in the Super Bowl? No, that hasn't been determined, but it is in the state of Florida. And I believe right now Tampa Bay has about, I want to say, 10,000 fans. They'll have more than that in the Super Bowl. I, th- this, right. is, this is my guess. You're going to be early February. The vaccines will be kicking. Governor DeSantis... I think could go as probably as high as like half capacity. I could see, I don't, I don't think it'd be higher than that, but I think, I really think that they won't go bonkers and nuts. Cause they don't make their money off, off the tickets. Anyways, their real money is off, off get making sure the damn game gets played and, and selling all the ads. So I, but I could see, what is it about 65,000 in Raymond James stadium? I think. So, so maybe 30 K. Yeah, that might be a little high, but I would think twenty to twenty-five k easy. I would think, um, unless they drum something else up uh, to, you know, they're, they're starting to want these other strands of COVID that are going. I'm like, yes, we get it. There are other flus out there. We just stop it with this. Well, it's not as deadly, but it's more contagious. Oh, you mean like the? So it's the flu. Well, yeah, but it's a <laughs> yeah. strand of COVID nineteen. No, I'm not living the rest of my life like this, guys. Get this over with by like I'm giving you till like the, the beginning of summer. I'm done, and we're not doing this every year. No, COVID twenty seven. Look out! This time it comes with the sniffles. No, 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 no. Those are allergies. <laughs> well, you, you better stay inside, probably, but just stop it. Stop it. Uh, just for everybody's uh, knowledge. The capacity for the Super Bowl sixty five eight nine zero. So I was right. Sixty five thousand is the is, is the capacity steam. So I'm thinking at the most half full, but he probably will probably lean on some weird percentage. And I'm I'm, I'm thinking between twenty five thirty thousand is what I'm guessing. Thankfully, it's in the state of Florida this year. You would get. I mean, you talk about how how drab would that be? Have a Super Bowl with no fans in the stands. Yeah, that's that's it's not a Super Bowl. That's that, that's why they moved the uh, the World Series to the state of Texas because uh, California and other outlets weren't aren't allowing fans. So it's just it's absurd at this point. What's what's really going to get us later on down the road is us staying inside and staying away from each other and da 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 da. Is it in about two years something like pink eye is going to kill us because our our immune system is just going to be trash. What what the hell happened to John? Well, he stubbed his toe and now he's dead because you know that you know his nail kind of peeled off and it just went went downhill from that. <laughs> you know, dark. <laughs> I mean, they're just gonna might as well wrap us in bubble wrap and and keep us in the basement like our fearless president's <laughs> going to be doing. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know one thing I got sick of yesterday, Sing? I've got to get this off my chest. Social media outlets, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, whatever, 
seeing my idiot friends, and I'm sorry, but your idiot friends, you are idiot friends, that go out there and have to say, point out that what happened yesterday was a terrible thing, almost as they're saying that any conservative would be behind what the hell happened yesterday, right? We preached all summer about how you shouldn't be rioting, you shouldn't be tearing things down and burning the damn city down and all that stuff. And just because it finally happened on the other side, it's, well, this is a terrible thing. What are you doing? Da, 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 da. I mean, no, it, I don't need the preaching from you, guy. Okay? If you if you were that bright, I can pull up 72 posts that you've pulled up that you've had in the past calendar year that points to the lesser. But yet, back when when it was burning, when these cities were burning, and teams, I know you were overseas at the time, these cities were burning. People were fearful. It was, well, people just have, have had enough. So you, you got to riot. <laughs> right? But I'm like, oh, okay. So they've had enough. You got to riot. But when these people have had enough, you you, you can't riot. Anyway, and it, it just gives it's sad because it gives a bad name for people like you know everyday citizens like us who preach you know safety and security, but now we get looped into a bad you know how that goes. Well, it's just it's a double standard because you had so many people defending the riots and saying, well, it's just stuff. It's just stuff. You're just burning stuff. Well, they're not thinking about the, the business aspect of it. You're, you're costing people their jobs. They, they set a Wendy's and put a bomb in what, uh, was it, was it Wendy's? Yeah. I think it was Wendy's in, uh, in Atlanta. Right. Well, they just had enough. Okay. So they attacked the Capitol building. Should that have happened? No, but once again, you should be more concerned, or I am, for the guys that are having to get out there, the guys and gals having to defend the Capitol, and they're like, are you serious right now? i I got to do this again? Anyways, that's just my take on that. Um, I think about people who are, uh, you, know, pe pe you know, people such as Timus that are, you know, in the military, in, you know, armed forces, not just the armed forces, but also the police, and they're just sitting there sitting ducks, and the stuff that went down yesterday, I'd say some of them are just getting sick and tired of being sitting sitting ducks. And so, anyways, end rant on that. But uh, I had to get that off my chest because, uh, anyways, we'll move on from that. Um, Major League Baseball. Ooh, mercy. I'll tell you what I'm getting sick of there. There's just not much going on, man. Can someone sign someone? I mean, the, what, what, what is the biggest thing that's happened this week? Blake training? Getting signed by the Dodgers? Okay, great. Yeah. That was splattered all over Twitter. Like it was the biggest thing ever. Like this guy's like the seventh inning guy. Like can, can we get can we get an Azuna? Can we get a, a, a Trevor Bauer? Can we get George Springer? Can somebody sign? It's January seventh. This is smelling a lot like JD Martinez year, Timus. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It just kind of go ahead. You know, um, <clears throat> it's part of my walk-off, but the Red Sox hired the first uh, black female uh, to serve as a coach in Major League Baseball history, which is a big deal in Boston because if anybody knows the history of the Red Sox, they were the last per team to ever sign a person of color. And when, uh, you know, after it was integrated, so this is a big deal. 
you know. Now, uh, what is her deal? She's going to be a minor league coach. Do you have any idea like what her specialty is? Hitting coordinator okay. and uh, was an assistant coach and a hitting coordinator at Carroll University in Wisconsin. She was spent a little bit of time at University of Dallas. Okay. She was a director of baseball operations at Case Western Reserve University, which I've, I've never heard of that. She Her her shtick is that she's very strong with biomechanical and analytical. Uh, that's, how she got fought, uh, that's, that's why she got hired. has nothing to do with trying to break the color barrier or anything like that. They have gone straight geek in, in baseball. I mean, it, it is to the point where you don't have to know how to actually hold a bat, but you can, but you can tell other people how to. Um, yeah. I mean, I look, I wish her well. I think I always thought it was absurd that you did not get. Take the race aside that you did not get females getting opportunity to coach when if, okay, if you're going to go that route and you're going to say, because there are some old school people that say, I don't want to, I don't want a female coaching my team, et cetera, et cetera. Then you can't be okay with men coaching women's basketball, men coaching women's whatever. Right. Yeah. Usually Absolutely. Get, we, I mean, how many scandals have we seen because of men coaching women's gymnastics? My God. So you can't have it both ways. You've got to you've got to kick that door open. I don't have an issue with it at all. If they've paid their dues, and look, she might be an analytical geek, and that's, look, good for her. She, she realized her, her way in, right? But if that's what they're hiring for right now, by all means, maybe she'll get down in the minors and teach some of these kids how, how to approach on – from her way and maybe she has a great way of teaching those who can't do uh, i mean excuse me those who can't teach right so who knows I mean, and maybe that'll lead to her actually being when you sent me that article i thought i thought the the red Sox had had hired a coach and it was their minor league system i was like it's not quite as a big a deal as i thought it was but at least it's a step in the right direction yeah it is um i mean the door got cracked now right and it's been shut ever and um, the Red Sox organization, they're very big on analytics. John Henry loves it. You know, I mean, if you saw Moneyball, as soon as uh, Billy Bean brought that in to baseball, he tried to hire him the next year. And uh, he was quoted saying, you know, if every team isn't tearing down their organization and starting with the analytics, they're never going to make the playoffs. Now you've changed baseball. It's, it's, it's great for baseball. I, God bless her. You know, I hope she does well. Um, probably a lot of pressure on her to do well. So we'll see what happens. But uh, kudos to the Red Sox. You know, they- are you? But by the way, before you have to run, you hearing anything? Red Sox going to make any moves or anything? Or or are you with the Cubs? And I know the Cubs got Boog as their as their play by play, which is a phenomenal get. By the way, we like Justin. And I love Boog. But like we were really pissed to see him leave uh, ESPN. But either one of y'all hearing anything about your? Uh, not really uh there was a i can't think of his name though ace pitcher they signed to a minor league deal gossage gossage uh and but that's that's it goose gossage he's back yeah he's back (laughs) mustache and all it's about time Uh, i feel like that guy's been laying around not doing a whole lot (laughs) yeah it's time uh but i can't think of his first name dustin maybe or something like that uh but yeah he pitched for the a's um, but yeah, that's, that's about it. They're, they're saying that the, uh, the Red Sox are interested in Daniel Gossett. Okay. I, I know who Daniel, Daniel Gossett is. Okay. Yeah. I, know who I misspoke. Is. Uh, 
It happens. The uh, it's, it says here that the Red Sox are, excuse me, they they're interested in a Jayco to Rizzi, which would be an interesting sign. Would you be big on that or? They're also talking about Yasiel Puig coming to the Red Sox. No, God, please, no, please, dude. I think oh. he would be phenomenal. He would hammer that that the the red uh the red mon the green monster. No, I tell you right now, if you've ever seen The Office, when Michael Scott re realizes Toby's back, that's what every Red Sox is going to be saying. If no, God, no, please, <laughs> no, no, no. He's a head case, man, and he's not going to be able to be under a microscope. I mean, he showed his he's, that he's a head case in L.A., and that fan base isn't near as rabid as the Red Sox fans are, and it, it would be a bad fit. I think it would be a bad fit, and he's just not that great in my opinion. I think I I didn't drink the Kool-Aid with Puig when he was a Dodger, Um and I don't know who he, did he go to the Reds or something? And I'm like, sure yeah, they for a year. Him. Yeah, he, yeah. I mean, he, he's okay. You, if you sign him, you're not <laughs> you're not breaking the bank. By the way, you're it's this isn't like you know lock him down on a hundred million dollar deal. Like you're not gonna go all full Pablo Sandoval about it. It's it, it would be a one year. I don't know if it'd be a minor league deal, but it'd be a really low deal because he, he's got to get up. He didn't play last year. He's gonna have to go out there and prove himself that, that he's still in shape, et cetera. And this is gonna be a year. Right? I think you're gonna see a lot of one year deals deals in Major League Baseball because of the lack of certainty of how how of how fans in the stands are gonna equate this year. Right, but you gotta understand, as far as the Red Sox go, we have four very, very good outfielders. Puig plays outfield, so we don't need him in Boston because there's a chance we're going to sign Jay back because all the other guys aren't true center, true center fielders. JBJ is, and he plays. I've seen this guy. I've been to Fenway a dozen times and watched this guy in person. If he can't run it down, it can't be caught. I'm telling you, the guy runs like he stole something. I We don't need Puig. It, well, nonsense. I think Puig would be a corner infielder, DH type. He, he's, but he, like I said, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be a cheaper sign, and it would be. This whether he's the Red Sox or wherever he goes, I don't think he's gonna. He may not even be starting, but be more of a platoon type situation. So I, I wouldn't, mean, I wouldn't freak first? out. I wouldn't freak out if if he gets like if the Braves sign. I wouldn't freak out because I'm like, well, he's not starting every day. Like he's, you know, cause the guy just is, is, is a limited capabilities. I did find it interesting though. Cause I thought Hassan Kim was going to end up with the Red Sox. He ended up signing with uh, San Diego. We haven't talked about this, but yeah, uh, that's kind of a, it's, it's kind of a, a ripper for the Red Sox. Cause they were thinking that was going to be a, a stop gap between him and some of the guys they have down in the minor league system. And now the Jeter kid. Right, exactly. Him and the, him and there's one other. Is is uh, his name's escaping me? But there's a couple of guys down there that they think could can be a middle infielder. Obviously, they'll have big decisions to make with Bogarts down the road. So who knows what happens with that? But you get, well, they signed Bogarts to a five year deal last year, if I'm not mistaken. Was that last year? I think it was okay. either last okay. year before. Okay, Bogarts, my bad. I was thinking that I was thinking Bogarts only had two or three years left on his deal, so I was thinking of the, it might have been the year before. Um, I you could know, be wrong was, on that. I, I'm not sure. Could be too. I was 
you know, in Iraq right. last baseball. So, uh, but I'm pretty sure the extension came out at the beginning of the season. Okay, but it could, or I could be wrong. But if you can put Devers at third, Bogarts at short, you just got to figure out second base for the foreseeable future. And maybe they just weren't, weren't willing to commit because Kim signed a five-year deal. Well, it could be five years. It's a four-year with a fifth-year club option. And maybe they were only willing to give a two- or three-year deal because they know what they have coming up in the pipeline. So if they don't go after that, I don't know where Boston goes with uh, their second base. I'll tell you what, before you come on next time, if you could do some research and try to look into what – because that's a big hole. Uh, obviously, the biggest hole is what the hell is going to go on with the pitching rotation. But No kidding. But, but second base is a big hole. And what's interesting to me is that – and you can speak on this. It looks like the Cubs are going to move uh, Contreras. And yeah, you know, it's... There's a number of teams. Boston's one of them that, that has actually been rumored. I can't believe they would trade him. You know, and I and I know, too, we were going to do some retooling, but now it seems like more of a rebuild. Um, kind of sad, actually, after... Thank God we got the World Series. Obviously, the long streak that Theo helped us break and along with the Red Sox, uh, he did great things. But once he left, the wheels are starting to fall off and we're kind of starting to unload pieces. And I thought we'd keep at least Baez, Rizzo, Contreras, Hendricks, you Darvish, keep those. Five. But no, uh, San Diego, they're taking everyone's players. They took you Darvish from us and we got absolutely not too much. A few 18-year-olds that aren't on the top of their prospect board and uh, – Kyle Davies, big whoop to do. That guy hasn't thrown 85 in the past five years. But uh, I don't know. I'm just a little disappointed in the Cubs' direction. I think it's now going to be a couple down years here. And uh, I'm just glad we got a World Series. Are you Zach deal. Davies? What's up? Zach Davies? Is it, he, he came over from, a, what was it, a San Diego? Milwaukee. He right. went from Milwaukee. Milwaukee to San Diego, and now he's in Chicago, right? Yeah, and yeah, so he, he he yeah he's always been a soft tosser. He, he, you know who he reminds me? of? He reminds me of Ted Lilly. Remember Ted Lilly? He's just yeah. throw, you're like, oh god, you better have a good defense back there. That's all I know. You better be ready for some screaming line drives. Yeah, there's a there's always the center the guy in shortstop turn around go long outfield go long. Hug the ball. It doesn't matter how bad of a hitter the guy who was up to the plate, he wasn't bunting. He's like, nah, this is my chance, man. This is my chance. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm due. I've never hit a home run in the majors before. I'm due today. Exactly. <laughs> Will Willie Harris was not choking up on him. He's like, Hell no, nah, man. <laughs> I can take you deep, baby boy. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's see what this ball looks like in the outfield. I've never seen it before. <laughs> they keep trying to say that the Cubs aren't selling off, that they're that they're, they're still going to – but I don't believe it. I think this team is like trying to do a rebuild. They're trying to do it quietly because if fans are allowed back in this – look, if if Mayor Lightfoot keeps up her act and she, and she like keeps the city shut down, maybe this is the best year to rebuild because you just go, let's get rid of it. We'll rebuild, and by next year, when we can get full stands and full fans in the stands, we'll be ready to roll. 
and that's the thing with all the new renovations and everything, all the money tied up in some of these guys, including Jason Hayward, they wanted to clear some space. So like you said, if you can't have fans back in, this is the year to do it. I'll just listen. I'll just listen to Boog and be okay with that the whole year, no matter for better or for worse. I got at least a great voice uh, to listen to every day. So I'm blessed for that after losing the great Len Casper. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a long season. Yeah. I'll- yeah. I talk to the same way. It seems like, they're, they refuse to say rebuild, but is that not what we're doing? You know, and I found myself last year, uh, the games I could listen to or whatever. I'm a Jerry Remy fan, and you know, Eck was in there, and all those guys. I found myself listening to them more than I was watching it. We were terrible last year. We were abs. We were or we were the worst team in baseball. But I'd be laughing the whole game because the commentators are so funny. You know, so. I think, I, I think the Red Sox are. If unless something major happens, we're a couple of years away. Um, they can deny a rebuild all they want because they don't want Yankee fans, you know, setting Fenway on fire or whatever. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think your don't, rebuilds are ever going to be very long, though, especially in Boston. Uh, that's it's true. Just, it's not going to like a you know like the Padres if they when they were rebuilding right. for seven. Because I'm telling you right now, when Atlanta rebuild for that three to four year stint it felt like a decade it was brutal because it's one thing to rebuild it's another thing to rebuild and you're just trash like you're like every game not like every year i'm talking about every game you felt like you didn't have a chance of winning you see the pitching match i'm going well don't know who this jackass is so (laughs) but the good thing is he's going against kershaw tonight great awesome you got the bullpen warming up during the national anthem because you know you're coming in soon. <laughs> right. All right, brother. What, what what's your walk off? I know you got to run. Okay, my walk off. God bless the Red Sox. Uh, Bianca Smith. I hope you do very well. Show everybody that uh, women uh, can do the same things we can because, well, you are much much smarter than men. Well, well, they can't pee standing up, so I don't know what you're talking about. Don't. <laughs> 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 I got four older sisters. I beg to differ. Well, <laughs> you, 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 no, are from, you, no, no, you are from no. Central Florida, so, you know, that's. Uh, <laughs> all right. God bless you guys. I'll all right, brother. Hey, thank you for all you're doing. Nice meeting you. You too, brother. We'll be back in a flash when we come back. We're going to put a cap on this by talking a little NBA, whether you like it or not. Here we come. NBA in just a few moments. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, Good night. there's a lot of meetups, eatups, and hurryups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. And see full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. It's important to remember the value of taking time for ourselves. To do the things that help us grow and explore. Like learning something new. And now with the Great Courses Plus, it's never been easier to experience the joys of learning. The Great Courses Plus offers thousands of streaming videos that cover hundreds of fascinating topics, from World War II to choosing the perfect wine. You can even take a course on the U.S. government or dealing with stress and anxiety. And because The Great Courses Plus partners with world-class professors and experts, you're always receiving thoroughly vetted, high-quality content from every lecture. 
Plus, you can watch or listen anytime, anywhere with the Great Courses Plus app. So take a little time for you. Sign up for the Great Courses Plus today for a free month of unlimited access. Visit thegreatcoursesplus.com slash radio to get started. That's thegreatcoursesplus.com slash radio. That? That's the sound of NyQuil Severe, hard at work. NyQuil Severe is the best sleep with a cold medicine. No tossing and turning, just rest and recovery. So you're ready to take on tomorrow. For powerful relief of your worst cold and flu symptoms, try NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, stuffy head, best sleep with a cold? Medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. At Jewelers Mutual, we're a little obsessed with jewelry. Obsessed like auctioneers with talking fast. Pop stars with auto-tune. And dentists with asking questions so, how did he propose? after they've put their hands in your mouth. Great. Yes, we've made jewelry our obsession for over 100 years. We love it so much, we named our kids Ruby, Amber, and Opal. At Jewelers Mutual, we insure jewelry and only jewelry, which is why people who are also obsessed with jewelry trust us with theirs. You get a whole lot of something with Farmer's Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get the Farmer's Signal app, and that could get you up to 15% off your auto policy. That's just for using the app and driving like the normal speed-limited hearing, full-stop-making-lane-change-signaling human being you are. Get a whole lot of something with Farmer's Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Armchair Quarterbacks Radio. We got your shelter in place right over here. Please be kind, use your manners, tip your bands, tip your bartenders, here we go. Well, I've been spending all my money on green pills, trying to write a song that'll pay the bills, but it ain't game yet, so I guess I gotta rob a bank. Hell, it could be worse, Lord, it ain't that bad. ウェルカムバックアンチャーコーナーバックアンチャーコーナーバックアンチャーコーナーバックアンチャーコーナーバックアンチャーコーナーバックアンチャーコーナーバックアンチャーコーナーバックアンチャーコーナーバックアンチャ
just my sports fandom in me with fantasy and everything else. I always am uh, tied into the NBA, but I've had a couple close buddies and actually one of them was surprising to me because I was just texting him one day. Uh, I'm like, Hey, did you catch the NBA game? This was actually last season towards the end. He goes, I'm, I'm done watching. I won't give my time anymore, all this stuff. And, uh, and for a big basketball guy and a big basketball fan, I was kind of thrown off guard, but it's not just an old man thing for me. I still watch, but, uh, I definitely have a few buddies who have become disinterested and, uh, it's, and when I heard last night that games can be canceled and stuff, I was like, what is going on here? I was just like, sports is supposed to bring everyone together right now. That's the whole point of this. Not we deal with enough of the crap on our, you know, news networks or anything else. It's time we, for sports to, you know, be a piece for people. And I feel like sometimes they're just crossing boundaries of where it reminds us of the bad stuff going on in the world instead of focusing on just watching a basketball game. Yeah. If people missed it yesterday, uh, or last night, they started with more of their social justice warrior junk. And it's really infuriated some of the fans because um, they were trying to insinuate that there was a double standard that went on with the the riots at the Capitol building. And I'm like, I don't see it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Once again, the police let it get out of hand, but it's kind of because they're hamstrung because when they do step up, and that's and the, see, the way I look at it is there's a double standard of the people that are complaining because when they do step up, Okay, if, if that had not been MAGA supporters, those had just been random rioters like like last summer, right? If they would have stepped up and crushed heads, they would have been called racist and everything else in the book. But when, but when they allow them to get to certain points, then it's like, well, you're not standing up to them. So the, the police can't win. And people are getting sick and tired of, of listening to this diatribe that, gives, that comes across. And here's the ripper. The one that really got me, this came from an NBA team. An NBA, this is not some dumbass athlete, okay? This isn't, you know, who doesn't know his head from his ass, LeBron James, that, you know, just, you know, doesn't know anything what he's talking about. It just spouts out. This came from the actual release of the Boston Celtics, which really irritates me because I'm a Celtics fan. This is for immediate release. If this is true, but it, it, it was put on the Boston Celtics Facebook page that is ran by the Boston Celtics. So I don't know why this wouldn't be true. And I caught a tail end of it somewhere else. So I'm pretty sure this is what they were talking about. This is the release of the Celtics before the Heat game. The following statement is from the players of the Celtics and the Heat, but that doesn't mean that you give it a release, right? Quote, 2021 is a new year, but some things have not changed. We played tonight's game with a heavy heart. After yesterday's decision in Kenosha, they're talking about the fact that Jacob Blake, there will be no charges on there, which didn't shock me because it looked like that the officer was defending himself. Sorry, dumbasses, but that's the truth. Okay. You can, you, you can say whatever you want, but at the, when it's all said and done, you have a narrative you're trying to push and it wasn't there that day. So they're, they're referring to that, but it says, and knowing that protesters in our nation's capital are treated differently by political leaders, talking about the, the riot that broke out, depending on what side of the certain issues they are on, the drastic differences between the way protesters this past spring and summer were treated and encouraged 
given to today's protesters who acted illegally just shows how much work we have to do. We've decided to play tonight's game. So they were talking about not playing the game. And so this is what I'm saying. You don't play the game again. There's going to come a point where everyone is going to go, I don't give a damn. Don't play the game because we're not watching. Just just let them all go broke because they have no discernible skills because they're all dropping out of college, leaving after one year. If you don't realize that you need the fans to keep putting money in your in your bank account, you're long, long missed the missed the train, buddy. Well, and and here's my little spiel on that whole thing is yesterday there was a uh, young la- uh, younger lady who did get shot and died, and there was plenty of people tear gassed. So for the amount of people who are saying, you know, not the same things happen, hey, when you make bad choices, bad things happen. Yesterday, people made ba- some crazy radicals, made some bad choices to invade the Capitol building. Guess what? A couple of them got burnt for it. So I'm a little bit confused on why, you know, that isn't more of the talk. And we're just... To me, things you make a bad choice, just like people did over the summer with rioting and looting, or you make a bad choice like last night on invading Capitol Hill, you're going to get the punishments that come to you. So the whole thing kind of just baffles me, and I wish we could just stick to enjoying the product we're supposed to be uh, watching on our televisions with basketball. And my my take on this is when they're saying that that, uh, the drastic difference, and we're treated in – the encouragement given to today's protesters encouragement. So they were acting like the, the, that the police and whatnot were wanting these. So, so what are we talking about encouragement? Was the encouragement shooting and killing a, a veteran, a 12 year veteran, 14 years, excuse me. Right. So that was encouraging or was it encouraging like starting the curfew at 6 p.m. Eastern when during those riots and during and during all the junk that went on outside the White House, they were letting the curfew stay. And remember, this is a Washington, D.C. thing because it was the mayor. So don't let the mayor just get away from get away with everything because the mayor has been incompetent from day one. They set the curfew at 6 p.m. last night. Okay, but when they were rioting and throwing stuff in and threatening outside the White House, the curfew was like midnight. In New York City, when they finally put a curfew, which they were like three days too late on that, it was like 10 p.m. I'm like, what are you doing to the police? You've got to set the... Even still, if you, you, know, you know what my honest opinion is? Sun goes down, get your butts inside if you're going to put a curfew on. So, yeah, so, so, so 6 p.m. is probably too late anyways. But during the summer, they were talking about 10 p.m. That's like an hour and a half after sun goes down because all the real junk normally happens. Now, nothing happened after that because essentially, well, I won't get into, I won't put my tinfoil hat on that, but certain people left and then you were just there for the people who were there protesting. But, you know, so to me, this was just another ill-informed cry for attention. I can't imagine why the NBA ratings are so damn low, but uh, nobody I mean, cares it, about your damn opinion because you're uneducated putzes. Just shut up and dribble, as they as they say. I'm sorry, but it's out there. I'm done. I'm, 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 I won't take it back. Shut up and dribble because I will tell you, I am not educated enough to 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 make statements for or against that. I stick with sports, right? I've got my personal beliefs and whatnot, but I would never do a release like that. And you and you and you and you put it on the organization. So I'm assuming that the Miami Heat did the same thing. There's a joint release, right? So the organization is releasing this, not some idiot on Twitter 
The organization released it. What say you? And then we'll move on. Well, no, I mean, like you said, just it's a shame too, because you know, you hear these things and the scare last year after COVID when NBA started getting canceled, and then obviously the summer with the protests and all that. We just. As I said it once, I'll say it again. We just want to see it on TV. Uh, I'm a Bulls fan, obviously, personally, and I, I'm excited about the young development under Billy Donovan, yet you get all these other stories thrown in there, and you turn on ESPN games, and uh, it's, it could be very interesting sometimes. So I'm just hoping they just stick to, you know, bringing us joy on, on the court and, in, and so we can stop thinking about all the madness outside and let, uh, let it play out itself. To me... It's getting to the point where I can't watch ESPN games. You don't get the same junk w w when you see a, like a national game on, on TNT and whatnot, right? Yep. I'm getting to the point where I can't watch ESPN games. Not, the last night it was on, I muted it. I didn't even know this was going on until after the game. Because I, I was working last night and I got off. And as I was getting off, I noticed that the Celtics were on. I had to watch that terrible, terrible Miami, hurt, uh, excuse me, uh, Miami Heat court. It looks like freaking bubblegum sherbet all over the court. It's just disgusting. And they're brutal just, jerseys. Ah, oh, it's terrible. And there's so many freaking knobs out there going, oh, that's a great jersey. I love them. They're just, they're hot. They're fire. They're on fire. The only thing that's on fire is your corneas because <laughs> I can't, what is that? I mean, come on. Even my buddy who's a Heat fan said those were brutal. Oh, so pe people sticking up for those garbage. Bleh. They're just disgusting. You know why? Why have all those colors in there, man? It's it's too it's, it's distracting. It's pukey. There's another word for it, but anyways. But anyways, so, so I had the game on on mute, and I just watched the game on mute. It wasn't until some, uh, actually four people sent me that release last night. I was like, man, what the hell's going on with the Celtics? And I read, I go, okay, because I because I, I had the the text up, and so I was reading some of the stuff they were talking about, and I saw the hashtag Black Lives Still Matter. I was like, oh god, they're leaning into this again. I was like, man, I really was hoping the sport would turn it around, but they're gonna do it, and ESPN's gonna lean into it because they they think because they ESPN is way off the mark. They think that's what people want to see and hear, and I don't know if it's because they think that the nation is woke. Because I'd say there's about 2% of the nation is what you call woke, right? And yep. we used to just call that good old-fashioned dumbass, right? And so they're woke, okay? So you got the woke dumbasses. But what that really comes down to is 98% of your sports fans are like, I just want to watch a game. Don't tell me to vote for who to vote for. Don't tell me this. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me your opinion on that. I came here to watch a game. Same thing when I watch a movie. I don't need in the middle of the movie for them to stop what they're doing and kneel, right? Just give me the damn movie. Well, and, and just on ESPN, because I know we could go all day about bashing them. My dad was a big ESPN fan, too, of course, and not even really with just politics. The changes they make in personnel even up there and before the like they started involving their politics, just getting rid of all of these knowledgeable people and just hiring every young person out there just to you know, be different. It's just ridiculous. I think ESPN has done a terrible job over the past year, besides Scott Van Pelt. And I'm not a Scott Van Pelt guy because he's woke. I he, he 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 you know he nauseates me as well. The only thing I will watch on ESPN, listen to, I, I have it on because the games come on. You have to have it on, but listen to, which means at the same token, would get influenced by commercials. 
Because if you don't have the volume on, I'm not paying attention to what's on the commercial. Commercial comes on, you just kind of, you know, you pick up your phone or whatever. Um, is PTI. That's it. Because I, even though I don't agree with all their takes, I still find Kornheiser and Wilbon very, very engaging. The only good show that's left from the old times. That's it. Around that's the it. Horn is, they might as well turn, oh. they, they might as well change that to Around the Woke. Because everyone it, that they bring on is a putz. It's brutal. I remember Around the Horn back in the day when you have Woody Woody Page oh, and the guy. guy. Yeah. Well, what, yeah and- what was the guy that got in trouble from Chicago? Uh it, it was something dumb. He was one of the first cancel culture people. It was something that, that came out later that he didn't do. But uh, what is his name? Uh, Jay, Jay, Jay something from Jay Adande. No, uh, Jay. Uh, oh, Italian last name. I, I can't think of his name. I oh, Jay Mariotti. Yeah, Jay Mariotti. Man, he yep. was great. And they, they cancel cultured him. Uh, <clears throat> it come to find out it was it was a bunch of hogwash. But um it was too get late. Get Mina Kimes off NFL uh, Live. Get her on. She, I thought of you yesterday, bro. She, she was on Around the Horn. You know how many uh-huh. times? And, and so this thing just happens to be on while I'm working. I'll have a, I'll have something up to, to read the bottom line. And she has been on the last four consecutive days that I know of. She is terrible. She uh. is just terrible. Can the Red Sox hire her? For some kind of coaching to get to break some kind of barrier, so we don't have to listen to her. She is absolutely the worst. Oh, man. It's she, nails on a chalkboard. Oh, everything she says is garbage, and there's no factual base on it. She'll try to pull up. I, I'm assuming she does like seven hours of research to to do a 30 minute television talk show because she doesn't know her stuff and everything that she pulls up because you can tell she writes her quips too down because she's always like looking off to the side of her little notepad but <laughs> everything she does she's trying to like lean into this new uh woke mob and then also analytical right and it's terrible television no one no one wants to listen to it give me your take as a damn fan not just come on get out of the way you're, you're terrible and then they Sad had stuff. Uh, they had uh what's this guy's name uh Gutierrez Israel Gutierrez Yeah, they had him down by the Capitol reporting like he was an actual like Fox or CNN reporter yesterday. What are we uh, doing? He, he he must have just been in town to cover the Wizards or something and and they're like get, <laughs> get down there and he's like oh well, this is really crazy down here. Well, you should have been in Atlanta back in June. You should have been in where Portland. New, New York, Portland, Los Angeles, when they were, you know, the, the million places you're going to go to Washington. Where yes, it sucked where it was at the Capitol, but it was in one condensed area. Yep, I mean, like we said, it's it's been going on all summer, and it leaked a little yesterday, but it, it's Ostr- ashamed. It's it's ostrich reporting, meaning they got their head buried in the sand when they finally pop up. They go, oh look, look what's going on here. This is going on back in uh, since it was mem- since Memorial Day weekend. Yep. It had happened the entire summer. I thought it was going to happen again when uh, Trump won the election. He didn't winning the election, so so they didn't riot. But yep. boy, boy, uh, boy, 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 they did riot yesterday. They some of them had had, had enough. I look. I, I'm not condoning what they did. It was terrible. You you don't riot. There's nothing comes good out of it. But anyways, uh, let's go ahead and uh, turn back time. Um, we won't be able to get a chance to get anything else because I've yapped too much about other stupid things but uh hey good stuff good stuff yeah it's it's always good to just p- 
piss people off every once in a while. That's <laughs> that's the key. That's the key. Turn back time, and then we'll do our walk-offs. Here we go. If I could turn back time If I could find a way I'd take back those On this date in 1979 And you'd stay Found this uh, interesting I was alive but I wasn't old enough to really grasp this so they, the AFC and NFC Championship games took place. The Steelers beat the Oilers. The Cowboys beat the Rams. Remember, the, the Rams had just gone to the Super Bowl. But what is more interesting in this is that the total score of the two games combined, 62-5. to five. Steelers beat the Oilers 34-5. Cowboys beat the Rams 28-0. Ugh! How brutal would that have been to have sit through? You get all jazzed up for AFC-NFC championship game weekend, and it's just, just terrible. Ugh! I mean, watching a football game like that, and really quick to hit you with a breaking news, Jashawn Watson could be could, is asking to be traded as we speak. Really? That, uh, from pro football talk, there's a growing buzz that Deshaun Watson could ask to be traded, and his new contract doesn't make that as difficult as you think. Just a little ending news. Other, other than the fact that they have no desire to trade him. Right, exactly. So, I mean, he I mean, could get kind of... If you trade Deshaun Watson, remember they just got the new general manager from, from New England? Uh, I, his name's escaping me, but anyways, he signed a six-year deal yesterday. Uh, they haven't even hired a coach. Right. So why is he wanting to leave that quickly? It makes me wonder, man, there's something going down. Something weird in Houston. But, you, you but sorry. You cannot trade Deshaun Watson. You cannot. One of the premier young talent, top five in the you cannot you do it. What could for him that would even remotely? Unless you're trading for Patrick Mahomes. This is, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> this is what you do. You really get him. You go, all right, dude. You're heading to Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even care it's the division. You're going down to Jacksonville. <laughs> we're going to take the number one overall pick, and we're going to take about two or three of their best players. By the way, we want their best receivers, so he has no one to throw to. You're going to Jacksonville. You got your trade. Boom. <laughs> there you go. I'll take that. Hell, anything's better than watching what watched behind center in the Jacksonville Jaguars for the last 15 years. I mean, oh, I couldn't agree more. Oh, my God. Birthdays. That is interesting. It's your birthday today. What does that mean? So this is kind of a uh, a lull in the the birthdays. Normally we get some really good ones, but today I'm going to grab this guy because there was a point in time where he looked unhittable, and then out of nowhere, he in fact he won the 2003 NL Cy Young Award as a as a reliever, and then out of nowhere he fell off the face of the face of the earth. He he, he went like all Mark Wohlers about it. Eric Gagne is only 44 years old today, and man, he feels like he should be older than that because he fell off so quickly. I feel like he's been out of baseball for 30 years. He hasn't, obviously, won the Cy Young Award in 03. Man, when he fell off, he fell off. I mean, my God. And uh, K-Rod is uh, 38 years old. And we see 
since we kind of talked about him earlier today, just want to make sure we throw this one out. A still very young, 23, is that, is that right, 23? No, 24, just 20, 2001. 24 years old, I still thought he'd be a year or two older. Lamar Jackson, uh, out of Pompano Beach, Florida. Of course, he'll be uh, heading to Tennessee and then heading right back home as the Titans are going to roll over him, baby! Let's go, tighten up! What's your walk-off, sir? That's mine. My my walk-off is Lamar Jackson would be the Super Bowl. So congratulations and happy birthday to you. And uh, Eric Gagne was one of my brother's favorites, so that's always – I thought he was older too. But once again, thank you for having me on. Thank Go you. Colts this weekend, please. I'm rooting actually for your Titans too. It would be awesome to see. I always love seeing the AFC South do get closer. I know my picks were a little uh, interesting and screwy. But, hey, anything You're going to look like happen, a genius if any of them come true. Right, so anything can happen on any given Sunday, and I just hope we all enjoy it and both of our teams can move on to the second round so next week we're sitting here talking positive playoff thoughts. All I can tell you is good luck Saturday because I'm going to be pulling for those Colts. I do not want to go to Kansas City. That is not a place that I want to go to. And well, Yeah, we, we did that two years ago with Andrew Luck after we beat Houston in the playoffs, and it was ugly because it's not fun weather. They got a crowd there, and it's Patrick Mahomes. I've I've said this to a few people this year. When people say, "Are Tennessee is Tennessee a, a Super Bowl contender?" I was like, "Well, yeah, if they don't have to play anybody good along the way." So, <laughs> if you can knock off the Bills and somehow knock off the Chiefs, I feel like we could get past Baltimore and Pittsburgh, and maybe meet me. Hell, we might get super lucky and get to play the Browns. Somehow, the Browns pull pull off the upset, but. At that point, we'd be playing back home. You don't think Tennessee would be ready to roll after after what uh, Mayfield did to him? What, what was it, week ten or eleven? So, great job, sir. We'll see you next week, and hopefully, we'll be talking about the Bills and uh, excuse me, the the Colts and Titans moving on to the next round. Thank you so much, people. Watch Armchair Quarterback, not ESPN. Thank and get you. anyone you know to like the channel. Like I said, it doesn't matter if you watch. We need the subscribers. It'll it'll take a minute, but we need the subscribers. It's a whole algorithm they have. Once we get the subscribers up, we get start getting in, in people's timelines. I got you, boss. Thank you. Yes, sir. We'll see you tomorrow's Football Friday. Cannot wait. Goodbye, sweetheart. Goodbye. Guys and gals, it's time to go. We'll see you on the next show. Same back time, same back channel. Thanks for listening to Armchair Quarterback Radio, your first choice for sports talk here on the First Coast. <laughs> Armchair Quarterback Radio comes your way every day. Find Armchair Quarterbacks Radio on Facebook today. And don't forget to tap that app. The Armchair Quarterbacks app is free to download, and you can take us anywhere you go. You can hear the whole show every day on Armchair Quarterbacks app. Can I get another cigarette, please? Can I get another cigarette, please? Yeah, I know I live to regret it. Just give me another cigarette, please. I kind of like that. I want to tap that. You can bet I'm going to get you. Yeah.
you haven't downloaded it yet, your armchair quarterback's app is the best app you can tap today. Google Android, Apple iPhone. That's right, download it, tap that app today. You can take the armchair quarterback's app anywhere. Free to download, free to use, and important to have. Download it today. Tap that armchair quarterback's app. The best in Southeast sports talk. Listen live or catch the replay. I kind of like that. I want to tap that. Come back. 